You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. Hey, it's Wednesday, and I'm here with Jim Johnson. Hello, everybody. And Louis Agroni. Hello, Dolph fans. Hey, we're going to go ahead and look ahead to the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. They're coming into uh, Hard Rock Stadium on Sunday, and it uh, should be a fun game. Louis. I'm here. Are you looking forward to getting to see Herbert? Oh, absolutely. I love the guy. I mean, I hate to say it, but I've enjoyed watching him. I mean, coming out of the draft, there were a lot of question marks in regard to him. Um, you know, Tua, a lot less, minus the injuries. You take the injuries away from Tua and the question marks behind him. Um, people were pretty certain that he was going to be just a rock-solid quarterback in the NFL as long as he stood healthy. Stood healthy. Now, in regard to Herbert, uh, there were big question marks about him. And uh, the fact that San Diego jumped up there, grabbed him, Obviously, it's not a mistake. I mean, I've watched this kid in every single game, basically, so far this year. And um, I'll tell you what, uh, he's the real deal up to this point. You know, we've seen guys have uh, good rookie years, you know, Robert Griffin III and, pe- you know, there's, there's, there's other examples. But as I watch this kid, he's just got, you know, he, he's doing things effortlessly. He's throwing the ball at every angle, every different part of the field, short, long. He's doing a lot of a lot of good things. So yeah, I'm 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 actually looking forward to this game an awful lot. Absolutely. Well, I can tell you, you know, we talk every Sunday and what I hear every Sunday is my god, he looks like Marino. Yes, he does. I mean, you know, as the fan, I don't know if any any of the Dolphin people have, you know, Dolphin fans have watched him up to this point, but uh, the comparisons are there. I mean, he's tall, you know, and he just stands in the pocket. He throws the ball a little bit like him. Uh, he reminds me of Marino back there. You know, he's tall in the pocket. He's more uh, prone to run, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Marino coming out of college had two braces on his knees at that yeah. point. So, yeah. you know, Dan wasn't going to run the football. Um, he can run the football. Absolutely. It's an yeah. element that Marino didn't have. But in the Correct. pocket and throwing the football, they uh, remind me of each other. Have you got a chance to watch him, Jim? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've watched a couple of his games, and uh, he's certainly got a an effortless arm to him. I mean, he can flick that ball wherever he wants without uh, much effort at all, and it's, it's Accuracy pretty— Accuracy and velocity. Yeah, he he's just got a cannon for an arm, and, and you know, that's why they're having so much success, you know? And it's, it's, well, it's a thing of beauty. Success? Well, I mean, in the passing game, they're not putting yeah. W's on the in the win column, but they're definitely having success throwing the ball. So, they just have to figure out how to close out a game. So, tell me about their offense, Lewis. How are we going to match up with them? Well, I mean, we've been matching up pretty well against every offense that's been coming at us. I mean, last week uh, wasn't the greatest effort, but they made enough plays over the course of the game to you know to basically uh, sway it in our direction. Um, you know, this is another tough offense. Um, you know, if you look at them as a whole, they, they are extremely, extremely similar to what we faced last week. So, you know, if you were happy with the results last week, um, which honestly you can't really be, um, uh, you're, you're going to be facing the same type of offense. Um, Herbert's not the runner 
that Murray is. He's capable of running, but he's nowhere near Murray. Murray's the best. I mean, Murray literally could play running back in the NFL and probably be one of the best running backs in football because he's just that elusive. Uh, Herbert does bring a, you know, a run to his game. He can run the football. You know, he's done it. But uh, as far as him passing the football and the type of receivers that we're going to be facing, uh, I'll tell you what, I mean, they're going to be tough. Uh, Running game is not quite there because uh, fortunately for us, Eckler is not going to be playing this week. He's their best running back. That is He won't be playing. Yeah. Um, Their other two backs, a, a guy by the name of Pope who stepped in and has done a decent job, is questionable. Uh, the same with Justin Jackson, who's actually been their best running back since Eckler went down. He's a little banged up, and he's questionable for this week. So their running game is not at full strength. Uh, the interesting thing about it is, is that our old friend Balage was actually their leading rusher last yep. week due to all the injuries. And uh, he actually had a solid game. He had like 69 yards, and he scored a touchdown, averaged about four and a half yards a carry. But... Um, you know, I'll tell you what. Um, is it Kalen Balage? Yes, it's Balage. Wow. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he played. He stepped in um, due to all the injuries, and he did a really good job for them. Now, if these running backs are banged up again and they don't play, we're going to see Balage up against us. Um, I'm not overly concerned about Balage, and I'm not overly concerned with their running game because they're very similar to Arizona's running game. And we did a fantastic job against them in regard to, you know, average per carry um, and their running backs running the football. And I think it's going to be much of the same this week. Where they're very tough is in the passing game. Um, We talked about Herbert already. Uh, He's got 17 touchdowns through his first seven games. He's only thrown five interceptions. They've been timely, really bad time-wise interceptions in games. They've actually cost them a few games uh, where they were late in the fourth quarter. And, you know, that's going to come, you know, as a rookie. Uh, He's been sacked 14 times over the seven games. So people have been somewhat getting to him. But where their strength is is in the passing game. Uh, Keenan Allen is very comparable to um, the gentleman by the name of Hopkins that we went up against last week. Uh, Mike Williams is a big, big, strong receiver who can get down the sideline. I mean, he can run and he rips balls away from people, you know, the balls that are thrown up. Hunter Henry. You need to tell that to Byron Jones. Uh Yeah, Byron Jones, right. I mean, you know, what's going to happen is this, is that, you know, they have a guy by the name of Guyton, Jalen Guyton as well. He's been, he's become their third receiver. And this guy averages 27 yards a catch, okay? Now, he's only got 10 catches this year, but three of them have gone for touchdowns. Uh And he's got 270 yards on his 10 catches. So when he makes plays, their plays. I mean, so they're he's, pro- chunk- yeah, he's probably fast, you know, like oh, a he's Grant extremely Grant fast, mm-hmm. and that that can be a problem for us because you know our nickel, whoever it may be this week, is really going to have. He's going to get tested. There's no question about it. I think that um, you know what the Dolphins will do is they'll probably put X Man on Keenan, much like they did last week with Hopkins, and just follow him all over the field. And then they'll take their chances against the other guys. But uh, 
their tight end, Hunter Henry, brings an element that I don't think the Cardinals have in regard to a tight end. Uh, Henry's tough down the middle of the field. Um, he's got nice numbers this this year. He averages over 10 yards a catch, um, you know, 33 receptions, 350 yards. Uh, extremely good tight end. And uh, there are other tight ends. Virgil I mean, this, this is interesting. Okay, so there are other tight ends. Parham and Green have a total of five catches this year on the season between the two of them. But three out of those five catches have gone for touchdowns. So in the red zone, they throw to their tight ends. Henry's got one as well. So between the three tight ends, they have four touchdowns this year. Um, so they do target them. And that could be a problem for us, you know, when they in regard to matchups, because our linebackers don't seem to cover very well. So, that, you know, that could be somewhere where they're going to attempt to attack us is in the middle of the field. But, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, their offense, you know, like I said, they're very, very comparable to Arizona's. You know, Herbert's not the runner that Murray is, but in every other aspect, they're extremely similar to that offense, extremely yeah. similar. I mean, it's going to be a big test for us again this week. Yeah, I think a lot of people are taking the win for granted, and I'm not sure they should be doing that. They are a good team that has had some bad luck. How many one-score games did they lose? I, I think uh, what all, two all or three them. in a row. All of them. Yeah, their their six losses were all seven points or less. Yeah. Yep. All tight games. Yeah. Yep. So you know the breaks aren't going their way, but uh, they're playing some decent football. Jim, how do you see the other side of the ball on defense? You know, their best players are, of course, Boza and uh, Melvin Ingram. If Boza's back in and he's healthy, you know, they're going to they're gonna apply a lot of pressure to our tackles big time. Defensively, if I'm their defensive coordinator, I would have to be trying to rattle Tua. And they've got the manpower to do it. The thing is, their secondary is somewhat... Weak, they give up quite a lot of yards as well. I shouldn't say weak per se, but they are more vulnerable there. People have success throwing against them. So if you can if you can take the extra half a second to let a play develop without the pressure, then I think we can have some success attacking the you know the middle of the field and the outside. The biggest issue that we'll have now is uh, Preston Williams is is out of the picture, and that's gonna you know it's gonna determine who's gonna fill that gap. You know, defensively... Who do you think will fill that gap? Well, I'd like to see Callaway come come in and make an impact, but I'm not sure he's ready to go yet. He hasn't had a lot of uh, practices with the team as far as, uh, you know, the walkthroughs and the actual practices. Uh, he's a speed guy that I would love to see, you know, get in there and do some damage because he can take the top off, and, and that's something that we haven't been doing. But Hollins, you know, he looked good in that touchdown reception last week. So he got up there. He did, and he made a play on the ball, and that's exactly what you expect him to do. So from there, you know, I, I, you know, they have been utilizing Grant some more, but you're all over the place, Jim. Who do you like? I know, but I'm just saying, Grant. <laughs> I don't think his body is going to stand up for too many snaps on offense. So I think you, I think it's going to be Hollins right now that's going to fill the main gap, unless Callaway gets activated and plays, and then uh, I think he's going to take a lot of those outside shots. Lewis, who do you yeah, think they'll go with? Here's the situation. I mean, Williams. We went to him frequently in 
and and nonstop in that first half. And he was a big factor against the Cardinals. Now, you know, as I mentioned, uh, San Diego is going to score some points. I mean, they're going to be a challenge. So we're going to have to score points again to win this football game. Uh, there's no question about it. I you know I just can't see us shutting down their offense unless. You know, somehow, some kind of way, Herbert makes two, three mistakes, you know, fumbling or intercepting, you know, throwing interceptions. Now, with all that being said, you know, I think that regardless of who plays opposite Devontae, um, and I think it's going to be by committee, you know, you're not going to have the same productivity. Um, it's going to have to come from Jakeem Grant and guys that have been on the football field. They're going to have to target him a little bit more in the slot. Um, guess Mike, <laughs> I'm not saying line him at wide receiver, but I'm saying maybe yes. they get him more involved. They have to get him involved. Now, you know, what I was going to say is, is that, you know, the three tight ends may be a major factor in this game. It's got to come from somewhere else, especially if you don't have Williams on the field. Now you'll see Hollins, maybe Malcolm Perry, uh, Callaway, like you mentioned, Jim, I think it's going to be a combination of those guys, but you're only going to get so much out of them. I think that you have to get the tight ends involved. Gusecki's got to just have a big game for us as well as Grant. I mean, these are the guys that, you know, you've been uh, depending on and putting in the, you know, putting in those positions all year long. Well, you know, one of our main, you know, main guys are out. So these guys are going to have to step up. Um, I'd like to see Breida on the field, maybe lining up in the slot a little bit and maybe dumping off to the running backs a little bit more as well this week. They're going to have to generate it from somewhere, and I think it's just going to be a, a, a just a contribution from a lot of different players. Um, you know, I don't think there's just going to be one guy that uh, that they're going well, to rely on. that seems to be a recipe most weeks. Uh, you know, they do spread it around. They're actually pretty good at that. They do, I, you know, I, but – but, you know, if you looked at the game last week, Mike, I mean, they were focusing on getting Preston Williams the football. And, um, you know, if you look at this game, uh, Parker's going to get shadowed by Hayward, I would think. And Hayward's a pre- Casey Hayward's a pretty good corner. Um, not to say that Devontae can't, can't beat him up, but he's pretty solid. And he's going to probably shadow Devontae, um, which leaves – they're weaker cornerback on our weaker receivers. And I think that's going to be somewhat of a wash, if not an advantage to San Diego. So we have to go somewhere else. I mean, we can't target Devontae 20 times, you know, so we're going to have to take advantage of, um, you know, Gasecki and some of the guys over the middle of the field, I think, in order to move the football here. Because I'll tell you what, I, I just don't see our running game uh, doing anything more than what they've done all year. I mean, there's no reason to believe they will. I mean, it's, you know, nothing's changed. So, you know, it's going to, we're going to have to rely on the passing game. Um, the other thing that's interesting, Jim, you know, you talked about Ingram. You know, he has zero sacks up to this point through the season. And that surprised me because he is supposed to be their other, you know, major pass rusher. And he's got a goose egg up to this point. So I don't know if he's playing injured. I don't really watch or know enough about them to, to tell you that you know he's playing injured or whatever. But he's got zero yeah. sacks up to this point, so something's not he's right. He's played there. five games of their uh, eight, so he has been somewhat hurt. 
I did look into that a little bit earlier, and uh, you know, I was looking at the sack totals, and you look at uh, you know Melvin Ingram and, and Joey Boza and and some of their other players. You know, the Perryman gets in on a lot of action. Uh, they've only got 16 sacks, and you know, the no-name Dolphins have 20 sacks. So <laughs> right. With some nobodies really uh, on the defense, they're they're putting pressure on the quarterbacks more than than uh, the Chargers are. So, you know, as another thing on defense, the Chargers only have four interceptions, where we have a seven interceptions. So, you know, we do have the advantage on uh, more sacks, more pressure, and more takeaways. So. You know, defensively, we may have more luck against slowing this uh, Herbert to, to Keenan Allen show uh, than other teams have had. But, uh, you know, it depends on what kind of games Avian Howard has. So he's going to have to have a better week than he did uh, last week. So, um, yeah. They, they only have seven turnovers total. I mean, right. that's, yeah. you know, that's across the board. That's not an awful lot. I mean, nope. they're, you know, they're getting, you know, one a game. You know, it's not an awful lot. I don't know what our number's at right now. Um, do you guys know in regard to total turnovers? I mean, I I think it's probably <laughs> triple that, isn't it? Or close to it? It's got to be about, double. about 12, I believe. We've got seven ints and probably at least five fumble recoveries, so... Yeah. And, and we've, boy, we've, we've had a lot of other opportunities in regard to, uh, uh, balls being, being, yeah, dropped interceptions and balls being on the ground. Oh my goodness. We've had a ton of those. Um, you know, what's, what's interesting is, is that, you know, Agba's created three fumbles himself. I don't know if you guys were aware of that. Van Ginkle's created two. Um, You know that they they're they're creating. I think they we have a total of seven uh, fumble recoveries. Van Oy's created, created two as well. What's that? Van Oy is uh, created two as well. Right. I mean, you know, they're listen. They're they're doing everything um, they possibly can in regard to their defense and what they're putting out there and the players that they're playing with. I mean, I think the scheme. And the coaching has just been exceptional, and I think that, it, that they'll do enough again this week to, you know, to get some turnovers. Uh, Herbert has, you know, has made some uh, key key interceptions, as I said earlier, and I think you're going to see a little bit more of that again this week. I think they'll create a few turnovers, and and I think it'll be the difference in the game again. Yeah. So on defense. I truly feel that we've got the opportunistic guys out there that are going to frazzle, uh, you know, Mr. Herbert a little bit and probably cause a couple of mistakes. And, you know, we're applying pressure from all over the the defense. Linebackers are getting into it. Van Ginkle, Van Noy are making impacts. Uh, Ogba and Lawson are getting in there. And Roberts as well. Landon Roberts is is really laying the wood recently. So these are these are all good things. And I think our defense is going to be greater than their offense, even as productive as they've they've been. Uh, you know, Keelan, Keenan Allen. You know, he's 62 receptions and 700 yards or 650 yards and four TDs. You know, he's going to get his catches. You know, Mike Williams. He's going to get a couple of catches. But if we keep him out of the end zone. You know, I think we prevail, and uh, you know, I think Xavier Howard's going to bounce back from his some of his pass interference, you know, penalties from last week, and he's probably uh, itching for a, what another. He had, he had three, right? 
Yes. He had and a one, one of them we thought was bogus, right? So yes. you had two. <laughs> yes, yes. And those refs were throwing everything Hopkins' way. I mean, uh, that second half was ugly, you know. And he had another one that was an offsetting penalty that didn't go against him. But, uh, right. you know, he did have four four pieces of laundry thrown against him. And uh, one of those calls was bogus. So it's it's not all uh, as bad as it was. And he did he did take Hopkins out of the game primarily, you know, uh, 30 yards. Well, that's is, how is, I look at it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 30 yards receiving is not uh, impacting the games like Hopkins usually does. So I think Xavier uh, will be able to... Uh, you know, reduce Allen's damage. And uh, I think the rest of the secondary is up to the task and we're going to be somewhat successful against Herbert in this game. You know, I don't, I don't want the cornerback getting flagged all the time because that's, that's a bad precedent to set. But when you're going against their best receiver, sometimes you have to interfere as opposed to giving up a touchdown. I've got no problem with those penalties because I'd rather give up, you know, 5, 10, 15 yards than seven points. So that's the way I look at it. So it just, you know, it's a case-by-case thing. You can't make stupid penalties, but right. there are times you're better off interfering than giving up the touchdown. I'm sure there was some choice words going back and forth between Howard and uh, Hopkins as well. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those penalties, I mean, they weren't chunk penalties to where they threw the ball 40, 50 yards down the field and they were getting all that, you know, all that yardage out of it. I mean, the couple of times he got flagged, they were minimal, minimal penalties. And, um, you know, in in my opinion, I felt Howard absolutely did a great job. I mean, you know, obviously he probably didn't grade out that way, but as you're watching the game and you're seeing the production that uh, Hopkins had, I mean, I don't think he had a catch in the first half. Um, so, you know, I'll take the penalties and the aggressiveness over, you know, guys being passive and just, you know, letting guys just run all over them. And, exactly. and I want to see the same thing against Keenan Allen this week. I want him up in his face. And if Keenan Allen comes out of this game with three catches for 30 yards, we're, we're winning this football game. I mean, exactly. there, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So, um, you know, with all that being said, I think that um, – you know, the thing about Herbert is this, is that um, our coaching staff, they've done a great job, as I mentioned. And this is a young kid. And they are, as you mentioned, Jim, going to throw a lot of different defenses at him this week. And they're going to make him think. And I think it's going to you know, evolve into some, some mistakes. You know, they've done a great job up to this point. Um, I mean, think about the quarterbacks. You know, Garoppolo looked horrible, right? And they used the excuse, oh, well, he was out. Listen, if you're on the field and you're playing and, and you're cap- and you're healthy enough to play and the coaching staff saw everything in you to start that week, then, you know, I don't want to hear that as an excuse. So, you know, credit our defense in that game. Credit our defense against Goff. And, you know, to some extent, you know, Murray did whatever he had to do, but he just – you know, how many times did he just run out of the pocket and create, you know, situations to where you just can't defend it, you know? Um, pretty much. <laughs> you know, pretty yeah. much a lot of a lot of the game. I mean, he he brings a different element to it. But I mean, you can have him contained and he gets around you. That's how yeah. quick he is. Exactly. His feet are so quick. It's yeah. it's really tough. Very elusive compared to what Herbert's going to be. You know, he he's a good athlete. He's but he's a downhill runner. He's not he's not going to escape the pocket. I think he's more elusive than any of the quarterbacks in the league. Honestly, I mean, Lamar Jackson can run, but he's not extremely elusive like this guy. Oh no, yeah, he's comparable. I would compare him to Josh Allen. 
Um, he's similar to Josh Allen in Buffalo, uh, Herbert. Maybe not as good running or not as fast, right? Because he's a bigger kid, but he right. can run. He yeah. can run. There's no question about it. But he, again, he doesn't bring that element that Murray. I mean, Murray. There was so many times where we had. We had defended them perfectly in regard to pass coverage and stuff, and it seemed like we had them contained, and he got outside of it or inside of it. Overall, the defense has done an exceptional job week in and week out. The coaching staff has had them prepared. Sometimes you just have to give the other team or the other player credit, you know, and that's what you have. You have to give Murray all the credit in the world for what he did. But overall, you know, I felt that they did the best job they could possibly do in that situation. And I think this week they're going to do pretty much the same. You know, you know we, we used to watch uh, primetime on ESPN after the after the Sunday games, and Chris Berman would go whoop, and that's pretty much what uh, Murray was doing to our ends. You know, whoop, right around them. Yep, right around. He was doing it to everybody, Mike, yep, on our yeah. defense yep. for the most part. <laughs> I got to say this about our defenses. You know, a lot of you know we we complain about missing some tackles, and we give up quite a lot of ro- yards in the run game, and you know we give up some pass plays we don't like, and. And the next thing you know, we stop them on fourth down or we, or we stop them on third and they got to kick a field goal. So they are giving up yardage. They're giving up some plays that we don't like, but they're keeping teams out of the end zone a majority of the time. And, you know, that impacts the scoreboard. And against the Cardinals, we had a couple of third down stops and then a couple of fourth down stops. Those are the plays that you know, that's change of possession right there on fourth down. So those are, those are, Jim, yeah, you you get, don't forget about the touchdown. I mean, seven points, you know, that your defense scored. I mean, you know, key, absolutely key. Huge key. So if you're, if you're, uh, Miami's defense, how would you defend the the chargers? How would you do it? Would you uh, just vary the defense like they normally do? Or is there a specific defense that you like against them? I, I don't think any specific thing I would want to do because teams teams adjust, and if you stick with any one type of deal, you they're probably going to find a way around. I would continue to vary it. I still like the, the man coverage, but Williams and Guyton are, are probably guys that are going to need you know, a helper. You got to have a deep safety. So I, you know, I'm going to stick with the main plan. I'm going to be probably man coverage for the majority of it, but I'm also going to be sending pressure because Herbert is not going to be as elusive as uh, what Kyler Murray was just was to us. So we've established that. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So I'm going to, you know, kind of go with the same game plan. Uh, but you just got to kind of confuse Herbert because he hasn't seen as much as some of these other you know, quarterbacks have. And I feel that we've got the horses in the game to force a couple of turnovers by Herbert. So, and Lewis on offense, how would you attack their defense? Well, let me, let me just touch on the, um, defense, Mike, and then, and then I'll go there. Um, you know, it's a copycat league, right? You know, we hear that all the time, that expression, and, and that is true. Um, their big play in regard to the Cardinals, uh, you know, the long pass to Kirk down the middle of the field. You know San Diego is going to attempt that at least a few times if we go to zero coverage. And mm, you know, I would. Oh, absolutely. They're going to try and spread us out. Now, uh, you know, I'll go back to, you know, Hunter Henry being a big part of their offense down the middle of the field. I think that that's where we're going to be somewhat weak. And, um, you know, I feel that. Bro's been doing a good job on tight ends. 
Right. And but but here's the thing, you know, if if you do spread them out, Mike, and you do have row man to man, that means that everybody else across the board is man to man as yep. well. You don't have row doubling up on anybody. Now I'm okay with Howard, but you know, Williams and uh the other the other receiver can create problems for our nickelback. Uh, as well. So it's somebody that maybe needs to be doubled up or they they may need to leave a safety in the middle of the field because they did start to do that in the second half after yes. they got burnt on that right. Kirk touchdown. They did have one safety back. So, um, you know, with all that being said, I think that's the way you go at it. Our, our defensive line has done an exceptional job at getting to the quarterback, even in situations where we're not blitzing. So we've got to have, you know, faith in the fact that they can do that. And and I think we'll be okay defending them. Now, um, going over to the offense, uh, it's got to be much of the same, Mike. They've got to be aggressive. Um, we're missing Williams. We've already touched on that. So it's going to, you know, it, it's got to be a lot of different guys uh, making plays out there. And we're going to be depending on players that uh, we don't normally depend on. You know, we keep losing guys. You know, Gaskins, uh, now Preston Williams. Uh, we may not have Smythe. I know he he's in concussion you know, uh, protocol, protocol right now, isn't he? Yeah, well, I, he um, he so, may be out. I don't know. I have not seen today's injury report. Right. It's, it's too early. But the point of the matter is, is that these are some guys that have made plays for us, you know, over the last few weeks that that are not going to be there again this week. And if Breed is out, you know, it, it creates more of a problem because you're going deep into your depth chart. So they're going to have to be aggressive um, with with whatever's out there. Um, I think they're going to have to throw the ball an awful lot again. And um, it again. You know, I hate to say it, but it's going to fall into his hands again. I mean, he's getting thrown right into the, yeah, <laughs> right into the well, what happens when you're right a quarterback. I was going to say, he's the quarterback, so. Right. But, you know, listen, there's teams that, you know, they have a running game. They have a solid defense. Tennessee. You know, exactly. Right. Tennessee, there's teams that work around their quarterback and they have a surrounding. They have playmakers on offense. You know, Tua right now, little by little, you know, they're taking his starters away and we're playing with second and third string guys, you know, and that, you know, that does make a difference. Some of our starters are second and third string guys, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, listen, Preston Williams has been playing. He's had two two out of the last three weeks, he's had solid football games. So, um, you know, I don't underestimate his loss. I think it's going to be a big loss for us. and I like the guy a lot, you know, on top of that. I think, you know, when he's given the opportunity, most of the time he makes plays. You know, I know he had a bad week a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, it is what like it everybody is. Everybody has um, a bad game once in a while, but what you want to see is uh, more consistency from him. Right. And, you know, I think that, you know, we saw that. And, and, and that goes for Gasicki as well, Mike. You know, th- these well, yeah, guys. We, we talk about Gasicki all the time. So, right. I mean, we both agree but on that. Exactly. His game last week, I was happy with. You know, he had four catches, 30, yep. 40 yards. He made some plays. He cannot be absent from the party. He has to be part of the party <laughs> has to and show probably up. even a bigger part of the party this week. So, you know, with, with all that being said, they're going to have to spread the ball around. It has, it's going to probably wind up in eight, nine different players' hands, including a few different running backs. And I think they'll have success. Um, you know, San Diego's defense is not a world beater. They're comparable to uh, – 
to Arizona's last week, you're going to see a lot of the same. I think it's going to be a very, very, very similar game as to what you saw last week. So you think we win by the same score? I think that we win by a little bit more, Mike. I think we win by maybe 10 this week. I mean, we're not going to get into predictions now, are we? Are we pretty yeah. much uh, well, we're there for at this point? Yeah, sure. All right, so who went first last week? I think Jim did, right? Yeah, go ahead. So you want me to go first this week. Um, I, I say it's 34-24. Okay. I think you're going to see a lot of points scored this week wow. again. Yep. That's crazy, Lewis, because that's the exact score I have written down. I, I, now. Uh, hold on, Jim, before yep. it, I, I got you, but that's with good weather. Now, obviously, the weather can change things quite a bit. Um, neither one of these teams has a great running game. So, I mean, if it's – and I don't know how the weather is going to be this week. I know this storm is going to you know, come back a little bit on Friday. I don't know by Sunday if it's going to be cleared up or not. But if the weather is good, we're playing on a nice, clean field, 34-24. So go ahead, Jim. Yeah, it's basically my my thought, as I mentioned earlier, I think our defense is going to outgun their offense, and our offense is going to be able to get it done basically the same as, as they did last week. The loss of Williams will hurt, but, you know, I think I think we've got enough other bodies. Uh, if we can get a little more tight ends involved and, and Hollins, Hollins uh, gets involved and a few more plays to Grant, I think. You know, I just see us out uh, out dueling the Chargers, and I think the same basic score, 34-24. 34 to 24. That's a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> That's a lot well, of touchdowns. We got, we, got a, we got a couple of field goals in there at 34, mm-hmm. Mike. Two yeah. field goals, yeah. four touchdowns. Four touchdowns, yeah. I, I, uh-huh. can see the, I can see the two field goals before the four touchdowns, but uh, it's possible. What do you got? What do you got, Mike? Uh, I got 27-21. Okay, in our favor. No. No. San, San Diego. Oh. Really? All right. You know Mike, I do like when you I do like when you pick the other team. Yeah, so you can make fun of me later. <laughs> we hope. We hope. <laughs> well, well Mike, you know, it, it, that's interesting because if you look at their scores um over the course of the season San Diego, um you know, they they scored 20 against Kansas City, 16 against Carolina. Uh, they, they put up 31 against Tampa, 27 against New Orleans, um, 39 against Jacksonville, 30 against Denver, and 26 against the Raiders. I mean, they are putting points up on the board. There's no question about it. Um, but you know what? I think our defense is a little bit better than some of those teams I just went through. Well, they're certainly better um, than Jacksonville. Well, they're definitely better than Jacksonville. They're probably better than the Raiders. They're probably better than Denver's defense. And uh, you can make an argument for the Saints' defense. I know they looked pretty good against Tampa the other night. But, um, you know, I'll tell you, you know, I think that our defense is becoming one of the better defenses in the league. And that's without, you know, major (laughs) – you know, we don't have Joey Boses and Mark Ingrams across our defensive line. That's right. We we have Agbas. Yep. We have uh, Van Oys and, <laughs> and Van Oys and Van Ginkles and <laughs> and, and uh, Lawsons and but they're, they're you know, fun to watch. So. Yep. They are watch. absolutely. They're doing it. They do it by committee. They do it by scheme, and um, it, it's been a positive. And I think that you know we see much of the same this week. I think that um, you know, I think that I, I do want to throw out a good. little reality check, though. I mean, sure, we've only got five wins. And I think some people are talking like we are, you know, one game away from making the playoffs. 
uh, a lot of football to be played yet. So take it easy, everybody. Yeah, I mean, Mike, it's it's not only the five wins. It's it's the way they played even in the oh, losses. Oh, I get it. You know? I get it. So, I mean, th- there's a lot to be positive about. And, you know, I'm one of those people. I mean, you know, I if you were to tell me that they were going to be five and three and they were going to play Seattle and Buffalo nip and tuck, up and you know up until the fourth quarter, you know I would have you know I would have said that's not happening. But um, the truth is, uh, when you were up in Vegas, you'd have made that bet. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it, <laughs> don't even bring that up because you know it looks like I would have made some nice money. But like you said, there's still a lot of football. Yeah. A couple more key injuries, you know, and uh, you know you 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 can only overcome so much. So let's just hope that we stay somewhat healthy. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, over the course of these next four games, and and we stop losing key components on either side of the football. And I think that, you know, um, I think that we've got every chance in the world to make the playoffs. And again, you know, I say every week, it's a big, big game. Again, this is another big week. Absolutely. And and as long as you keep winning their big games, that's, that's the way it goes, you know? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Once you start losing and you pull yourself out of it, then they're not so big anymore. But right now, as long as they're playing well, the games are going to be big. And that, that, that will go throughout the end of the season. Because even if you qualify, you're still jockeying for position. Absolutely. And that, that, that four-game stretch at, in, in December, you know, going into January against yep. Buffalo, those four games are, I mean, they're, they, they are extremely tough. So that puts all the more importance if you want to make the on playoffs. On winning now, right? Oh, yeah. Exactly, on this, on this next batch of football games. Maybe I should change my prediction. I don't know. <laughs> Too late. Too late, Mike. Too late. Too late, buddy. All right. So with that, uh, thanks, guys, for joining me this evening. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, See you, Lewis, on Monday following the game, and uh, we'll talk about what happened. Oh, yeah. Hopefully it's a lot of good happenings. Hopefully. Until then, fins up. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. 